Each year in January and February, people gather in Tucson, Arizona to buy and sell beads, gems, and other treasures from around the world. There are over 40 shows in different venues across the city, all with their own flavor. To me, it feels like part shopping adventure, learning experience, and family reunion all rolled into one. And while I was in Tucson this year, I caught up with Linka Binzer, the owner of Raven's Journey. Linka has specialized in selling unique, beautiful beads from the Czech Republic for 20 years. She's originally from the Czech Republic, but lives in Washington State. And she started her wholesale bead business by searching for cottages in the Czech countryside that have two chimneys, one for heating the house and one for melting raw glass to be pressed into beads. And some of those very first families that she met 20 years ago are still making beads for her today. I recorded with Linka outside the cactus tent at the Gem Mall during the Tucson Gem Shows, where she's been selling her beads for the last two decades. We tried several different spots in the parking lot, but it was a windy day, and you might notice some variation in our sound. So just picture us sitting on folding chairs under a tree, Linka in the sun, and me in the shade. Czech glass is very special to me because I am originally from Czech Republic and I came here to the United States maybe now 27 years ago and I started a couple years after I came and being a crafty person I always looked for different mediums to play with and have fun with. I only realized here in America that Czech beads are really special and unique. I looked for different beads to, to do all kinds of things and I ended up with Czech glass and so I being from Czech, I did not have Czech glass beads when I played as a little girl with different things, which a lot of people may be surprised. Um, but Czech glass really is, a lot of it is made for different countries, and it's an export business. We have some of it left in Czech Republic, but it's it's not really as appreciated, I would say, at home. And it, it is changing, and it is getting better in that way, but... Yeah, so when I discovered it here, I was in heaven, and I thought, oh my goodness, so many different possibilities. So that is the unique thing about Czech glass, that it is a lot different than a lot of the other beads. I would say Czech glass is very good quality because the industry is very old. It's a few hundred years old, and as you can imagine, you know, things improve over time. So it's very consistent, you know, when it comes to shapes and uh, the whole size. You know, when you work with gemstones, a lot of times you run into inconsistency. They're beautiful and they have their own character, but, you know, that could go pretty far as unusable at times. And checklas, you know, it kind of takes care of that problem because the hole is always the same size and the variety is just mesmerizing and the color range, the, the you know, the finish range and the combinations of colors, that, that's where Czech glass shines. So many of them are very old, but there's new ones being made. And people like me, you know, after 23 years of having my company, uh, Raven's Journey, it's, uh, it's, we've really like kind of really tried to add new shapes to kind of put our name into the history of the bead making in Czech Republic. And, Oh, I'm I'm very proud of just maybe created like five or six of them. I know it doesn't seem like very many, but in a huge range of what is already existing in Czech and on a Czech market, creating and adding something that, that is longer lasting, like some of our shapes that we've had now for 
don't know, maybe eight years as the oldest, youngest one. <laughs> you know, they, they will be part of it even way after I'm gone, you know, because this industry will continue. When I first started, uh, you know, importing beads, I, I really didn't have big desire to go to the big companies. They, you know, it was a few years after the communist era ended, in my country, and uh, I just really found the magic of working with small businesses and being your own business person. And, you know, under the communism, it was just all these big collectives and big companies working on with lots of people. And I found, I found it a lot more interesting to work with small families that were proud of, you know, those maybe they didn't have as big of a variety, but they were really good at what they were doing at home and trying very hard instead of big company having lots of workers that didn't really have that personal attachment to it that much, right? They were experts in their own little thing, but it was a factory setting. So when I first started going to check and I found the small families, um, I made a really big personal connection with them, and the connection lasted until now. And it's so cool that, you know, a lot of them were much older than me when I first started. I was 23 uh, so I seen them go into retirement and retire, and maybe you know I initiate initiated some like they transferred some of their molds to different companies, so I could continue making the beads that they started, and they didn't want those those shapes to to be unused to to go to waste, and maybe they couldn't really transfer them to the next generation because not all kids continue with their parents, you know, uh, craft. So yeah, I've I've done that, and uh, I've, I still go visit them. You know, they're retired, and I still bring a chocolate or a bottle of wine, or there's something special for them. And we sit down and talk about the business, and they say, "Oh, you know, it was hard work, and we're happy retired, and happy to hear from you, and that you still continue doing that." And so I continue working with little little families, and usually a husband, wife, you know, maybe maybe. Sometimes they're kids, sometimes they have a couple employees, and that's just about it. So it's very similar to me. <laughs> you know, I work with my partner, and it's pretty much just the two of us, and we hire seasonal workers, which are usually our friends or family. And, uh, yeah, I really enjoy that setting. Yeah, and I go to check. I see my family, and my mom, you know, puts a clock on and says, you'll be back in three days, right? And I say, Mom, I have to work, and I have to, you know, go see my beat makers and, you know, make sure they, they know I exist, that we, it's not just a, you know, voice over the phone or FaceTime or whatever. But, yeah, we I have a great connection, and I know their personal stories, and I know their kids, and a lot of times we have to say no more about family. We have to talk business and come up with new ideas, and you're here now, so we could show you all the things that we need to work on in person, and, and I enjoy that hands-on very much. You know, Tucson is definitely its own animal, and uh, it's, it's kind of looking back now. This is our 18th year in Tucson. I started not really knowing much about Tucson, but I have to say that the, the gem shows and the beach shows here opened a big gate to you know, to, to customers from my company because I used to mostly just talk to beat stores. You know, when I first started, it was mostly about beat stores and going to offer my, you know, collection to them. It was lots of traveling and calling. And then people just started talking to me about Tucson and gym shows and I, and I, I didn't understand what Tucson gym show was. And so when I, when I first came to, to Tucson to kind of, see what is happening here on this big market, I was really blown away. 
to to see the passion, the the history, the countries that come together, and um, of course, I wanted to represent the Czech industry here, and I was not the only one. Of course, I saw a bunch of other people selling Czech glass, and it was just the marketplace and the passion and the the dedication of customers traveling this far from all over the world. I had so people here from Australia and England and Japan. Um, I said, I must be part of this. So I started, as soon as I started going to trade shows, the next year I signed up for, you know, the GLW here in Tucson and I've been here at the same tent in the same booth for 18 years now. <laughs> I never jumped the ship. I never went to try another beach show because I just felt right at home and people combine check glass with the gemstones and a lot of the gemstone buyers they they look at the check glass and they're like it's beautiful what kind of stone is this and I always say well it's not a stone but it matches with a lot of stones and and so I've seen lots of designers combine you know the check glass with gemstones and they love it they still keep coming to us here in Tucson and uh and we just you know we just come here too so yeah it's a, it's a big undertaking but good to see just about everybody here well we have a website it's called ravensjourney.com so it's very easy to find it's uh, it shows almost everything that we sell and especially the newest things we keep adding you know our new shipments we, we keep adding them slowly as much as we can manage and uh, we still have some old beads that you know didn't make it to the website so in our spare time we always plan to add you know, eventually everything. But we have maybe 6,000 different beads on the website and the website is very busy and it's helping our business greatly. And, you know, I used to do all kinds of trade shows before I had this, you know, website build. But in today's age, you know, not having the catalog and people do ask me about paper catalog and I just say, we sell out of something every single day and then we add maybe two, 300 different beads to our website every year. So things definitely come and go <laughs> fast yes yeah, some some things go too fast and because I've worked with the cottage industry and the smaller batches and we don't make giant runs of beads you know I kind of stick with the minimums which are big you know 20 20 pounds of beads of one color is still a pretty big thing but it's not that giant so you know I am kind of a Raven's Journey is definitely kind of more of a boutique of the Czech glass industry. We have unique stuff, hard to find stuff, hard to make stuff <laughs> sometimes. And then I've learned that, you know, I've, just because we created something once, we can do it again. It just, things come and go. And sometimes I'm surprised that we cannot recreate something again because maybe a special machine broke down. Maybe somebody, you know, is retiring and they're not willing to work full time. And so I have to put a priority in certain shapes and colors and omit the others. So, you know, in 23 years, a lot of things kind of change and we just adapt. Yes. Yes. Thank you, Katie. Right after we finished recording, the most amazing thing happened. Linka looked down at the ground and here we are at the edge of this dusty dirt parking lot, and she spied something on the ground. She leaned on to pick it up, and when she held out her hand, I could see that it was a light green, kind of jade color, flat teardrop-shaped bead. And she was like, I cannot believe this. This is one of my beads. And she knew right away because this color hasn't been in production for years. It was 
a bead that she had made in Czech Republic eight years ago, and she hasn't had any available for the last five years. And to me, it really summed up the magic of Tucson. Because anywhere you go during the gem shows, you might bump into someone or you might see something magical and you find yourself just exactly where you're supposed to be. Thanks for listening. Remember to subscribe to Jewelry Artist and connect with us on social media, interweave.com slash jewelryartistpodcast. Jewelry Artist is a production of Interweave and Golden Peak Media. It's hosted and produced by me, Katie Hacker, with help from Tamara Hahnemann and Tammy Jones. Our audio producer is Daisha Clay, and our executive producer of podcasts is Jared Mayer.